two, one, bang, we're here. I want to welcome you to Oakton Online and welcome Oakton Outside. We're glad, we're glad you joined us today. As I was thinking back to last Thursday, I was very upset because we had to cancel service today. But today I'm really excited and, and celebrating how the Holy Spirit has inspired Oakton to get the message of Jesus Christ out there, again through Oakton Online and Oakton Outside. To be honest with you, today I'm more fired up than ever. Satan thought he could stop us, keep us from worshiping and spreading the gospel, but instead he's, I think he's ticked us off, and we're here to share what Christ's about today. So let's get started. Uh, I wanted to share a couple of ways you can get involved uh, for those watching online, Oakton Online, in the comment section, let us know how many are watching with you today, and we can see uh, who's out there. Also, when you normally say amen, you can respond by hitting the like or emoji buttons throughout the service. Hi, honey. Do you like me now? My wife's watching from home today. God is in control. Do we like that today? Give me an emoji. For those that are outside in your cars and enjoying the sweet rain, let us give a horn honk and let Jesus know that we love him and that we're here today. But also wanted to tell you for those that are outside and those that are watching it online, if you need prayer, you can call Oakton Church at 417-682-2042. And Pastor Larry or Gary Dumb will be there to pray for you. Let's pray and, and we'll open up with worship today. But Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for the privilege of worshiping you today. Father, we thank you for your love for us and your care for us. And that, that, that we mean more to you than anything. Father, that in the midst of the storm, Lord, you can speak peace. You can speak be calm. And Father, you can just minister to us where we're at. Father, for those out there that aren't feeling well today, Lord, we ask that you bring healing to their life. Lord, that you refresh them. Lord, you not only went to the cross to save us, but you went to the cross to heal us as well. And so, Father, we claim healing over any that are battling this sicknesses or any sicknesses in Jesus' name. And Father, we lift the, this country to you. Lord, we lift President Trump to you today. And Father, we ask that you give him an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Father, that you guide him as Solomon cried out to you, that you would give him the wisdom to govern the people. And Father, we ask that all the way down through our local offices as they meet tomorrow and to, to just discuss how we need to handle this situation. Lord, give them wisdom. And Father, we come against the fear. Father, you gave us the Holy Ghost and, and you gave us power, you gave us love and a sound mind. We need not fear, but to just press in and trust you. But today we're here, Lord, to tell you that you're God and we love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise his name in the house. Praise his name outside at Oakton. Praise his name, Oakton Online. Let's praise his name today. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate you, Lord. We thank you for all you've done. Father, the way you bless us, the way you keep us, oh, praise your name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 
Man, I look forward to the return of Christ. I'd love it if he came back today. He's coming soon. We need to remember that today. Again, I want to remind you, if you need a prayer of agreement, you can call 682-2042. And that's for a prayer of agreement for anything. Uh, Pastors are online to, to pray with you. In the comment section, let us know how many are watching with you. And again, let us know throughout the service what touches you. Uh, Today, we're going to read from Mark chapter 4, verses 14 through 20. And that's Mark chapter 4, verses 14 through 20. Jesus said these words, let me explain. The farmer shows the word as seed. And what falls on the beaten path represents those who hear the word. But immediately Satan appears and snatches it from their hearts. The seed sown on the gravel represents those who hear the word and receive it joyfully. But because their hearts fail to sink a deep root into the word, they don't endure for long. For when trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, they immediately wilt and fall away. And the seed sown among thorns represents those who hear the word, but they allow the cares of this life and the seduction of wealth and the desires for other things to crowd out and choke the word so that it produces nothing. But the seed sown in good soil represents those who open their hearts to receive the word and their lives to bear good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30 60, even 100 times more than was sown. And Father, we ask that you bless your word today. Lord, bless those that are listening out there today. Life as we know it has come to a halt. We have gone from cars to carriages in a few weeks. Many are homebound except for the occasional TP run to Walmart, while others are working 8 to 10 hours a day. Regardless, we have a lot of free time. This has really bothered me, the the place that we've come to, because Oakland was experiencing a revival, uh, at least a breaking out of a revival. In February, we had a run of salvations. And on March 8th, we baptized eight people. Oh, it was a great day. We had 39 visitors, 407 people attending our worship service, and today we have less than 10 sitting in our seats. While the Holy Spirit was moving back then, Oakland had our first worship service in Golden City the last Thursday of February, and we had a great turnout. 19 people attended, but we had to cancel last night or last Thursday night's worship service. We collect an offering for the building of $16,334.99. When we took up our collection the 1st of March, oh, what a blessing that was. March 15th, we had another great service. But I'd say the highlight of that day was our evangelism team and our evangelism outreach. We visited 30 homes that day and were able to pray for 14 families and five received Christ that day. 
I hope I'm seeing some emojis out there. Praise God. Do we got a praise God emoji? You guys are all in your pajamas, you know, and I'm up here uh, trying to get you to put emojis up there. But let's get involved in the service today. But we were out visiting these homes and people, lives were changing. Now we are confined to our homes. So we've gone from two extremes. We've gone to, from a move of God to, to trying to decide how this move of God's going to continue. In the scripture today that we read, it shows two ways that we can respond to Jesus. Two ways that we can respond to this, this crisis that's supposedly going on. The first thing is we can quench the revival. Or as the word said today in verse 20, we can open our hearts and we can fan this revival and believe God will touch more lives than ever because Satan can't keep us down. Amen? In the scripture today, we see three things that Jesus showed us that will quench this open heart, if you will, that will quench this fire. In verse 15, the beaten path represents those who hear the word, but immediately Satan appears and snatches it from their hearts. That's what Satan does. He tries to come and steal, kill, and destroy. He promises to bring uh, uh, hell to your life, if you will. He promises to make you miserable if we allow him. But I'm not going to allow him to steal my fire. I'm not going to allow him to steal my revival, our revival. Today is Satan stealing your faith through anxiety and worry. I noticed online the other day, the most popular scripture was Philippians 4, 6 and 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's the most popular scripture out there right now. And that tells me that many of you, are your fears and your anxieties are, are, are being hit in your life. You're struggling with that maybe, but you're turning to God. And that's what we need to continue to do. We cannot allow Satan to steal our fire. The second thing we see in the scriptures is troubles or persecutions, they distract us. The gravel represents troubles or persecution that comes on account of the word and immediately they fall away. Are we going to let this pandemic steal our fire? Not mine. Are you going to let the pandemic steal your fire? No, we're not. This pandemic cannot steal our faith. It cannot steal our revival unless we allow it to do that. This pandemic is temporary and our God is forever. Have you not heard? Have you never understood that the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth? He never goes weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new faith. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 28 through 31 says, the third thing Jesus warns us of is 
worldly desires. The thorns represents the cares of this life and the seduction of wealth and the desires for other things. And it crowds us, crowds Jesus out and it chokes the word. I believe Satan, sin, and this world have have been trying to seduce America the past 40 or 50 years. And we have allowed our desires, our, our wealth, our popularity, our sports, if you will, to control our lives. But isn't it crazy? None of these seem to be a problem today. But Jesus was warning us that these things can cause us spiritual death. That these things can pull us away from Christ if our priorities aren't right. I noticed my wife had had a problem with our dish bill and she called in and it was almost an hour wait before she could even talk to somebody. So that tells me that people are trying to find their fulfillment through TV. And I'd tell you today to turn the TV off and go pray and seek the Lord and find your fulfillment. But are we going to let the cares of this world steal our faith, this revival, or are we going to press in to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? The second thing Jesus told us in this scripture is we can open our hearts and we can fan into the revival or we can fan in our faith We can fan them into flames. We do this by digging digging deep into the good soil. Verse 20 tells us the good soil represents those who open their hearts and receive the word and their lives bear good fruit. Isn't that right, Matt Swatosh? Those that press in will gain 30, 60, or 100% more of Jesus. We must open our hearts. We must allow Jesus to touch us. I'm going to share another scripture that Jesus, I believe, showed us five sure ways that we can open our hearts and that he will touch us. That will help us to fan in the flames this fire that will bring this this move of God 30%, 60%, 100% more in our life. And it's found from Jesus' own words in Matthew 6, 31 through 34. The scripture says, therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them, and that you need them all. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Again, Jesus' words from Matthew 6, 31 through 34. Today, let's make sure our hearts are open to receive all that Jesus has for us. And five things I want you to check today in in your life. One thing I heard from the scripture is Jesus said, stop the anxiety in your life. Don't be anxious. Anxious is extreme uneasiness of mind or brooding fear about something. You're worried. Jesus mentioned these things will cause us to be anxious. We shall not eat or if we can't drink 
or if we can't wear this, that that will cause anxiety and, and boy, are we not going through that today? Are some of us not worried about what we're going to eat tomorrow or maybe what we're going to drink tomorrow or what tomorrow holds? You know, how long are we going to be out of work or how long are we going to be out of school? Are we going to get sick or, or is Christ going to come back or are all these things that we can worry about and be anxious about? And Jesus said, do not be anxious. Do not fear. But open your hearts. Anxiety will cause a bad economy. Anxiety will cause us to make bad decisions. Anxiety will stop community. Anxiety will cause division. Anxiety removes us from the protection of God. When we're out worrying about stuff, we're not praying. When we're out worrying and talking and telling everybody about our problems, we're not on our knees. We need to stop anxiety in our life. Why? First, second Timothy, excuse me, second Timothy one, seven, for God will never give you the spirit of fear for God will never give you the spirit of fear, but he'll give you the Holy spirit that will give you power, that will give you love and that will give you a sound mind. We need to hear that today. Second Timothy one, seven, that God didn't put in this fear in our heart. We need to stand against it. But God has put the Holy Spirit in us, and we have great power. We can operate in great love, and we can operate in self-control. Two, Jesus said, trust God. We need to trust God, the Father, right now more than ever. Mainly because the Father knows our needs. What better person to contact than somebody that knows what we need? So let's spend time with God. He knows we need to eat. He knows we need to drink. He knows we need work. He knows we need all these things. But God will not allow us to be naked and afraid. A lot of people watch that show. A lot of people feel that way today. But God doesn't desire us to be naked and afraid. God wants to close us. God wants to give us peace. And God wants to touch our lives today. Trust God. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Number three, seek Jesus. Jesus' own word said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, verse 33. Now we have all the time in the world. Let us seek God and focus on righteousness. And I want to rattle off some things that we know that we can focus on, that that we can seek Jesus for. We seek Jesus for righteousness. We seek Jesus for salvation because he's the only one that can give us righteousness. And then we continue to walk in that. We seek him for healing. We're not feeling well today. Don't fear that. Seek him for healing. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He, Jesus himself, bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you are healed. What about water baptism? We may have accepted Jesus Christ, but the first act of obedience is to be water baptized. Are we seeking God in obedience today? 
Are we obedient to God's word and what he calls us to be about? What about the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Man, I don't know how we're going to operate in this time without the Holy Spirit. Again, God has not given us a spirit spirit of fear, but he's given us the Holy Ghost that will give us power, that will give us love, and that will give us a sound mind. What about seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit or refreshing the baptism of the Holy Spirit in our lives today? What about being consumed by the Word? I promise you, if you get alone, if you're experiencing anxiety, if you're experiencing hurt, if you're alone, then we need to just press into God's Word. We read God's Word, and, and, and man, He's going to touch our lives. And then what about being faithful to the Sabbath? What about being faithful to worship? We need to make that a priority in our life. We need to seek him at the Sabbath. And lots of you have joined me today on Oakton Online and Oakton Outside. Thank you for your faithfulness of the Sabbath. But don't we appreciate worship today now more than we did last week? Don't we appreciate worship more than we did last week? You guys, this is how cool the Lord is. We're talking about his Holy Ghost here. But Friday night, uh, we didn't even know about Oakton outside. And it wasn't even on our mind. And I was talking to Joel, our worship leader, and he said, yeah, we ought to, a lot of churches are doing outside worship where people pull in and listen from their cars. And at the same time, Pastor Jim texts me that Mary Costley had called the church and said, hey, we ought to do Oakton uh, worship outside and, and then listen to it on a radio through our nativity radio station. And, and I was on the phone with Robert all within that five minutes that God birthed the Oakland outside worship service. And, and many of you are listening on Oakland outside right now because the Holy Spirit ministered at the same time to three or four people a way to worship this Sunday morning in the God great in the Holy Spirit. Great. Give me some horn honks out there. Oakton outside honk them horns. <laughs> I can hear them, man. They're going. I heard we had a bunch out there. We may have got a new way of worshiping. Thank you, Jesus. And for seek the peace of God, guys, it's going to be okay. They're still honking their horns. And we got a delay here. <laughs> Seek the peace of God. It's going to be okay. Say it. It's going to be okay. Is there emoji for it's okay? It's going to be okay. They're, they're still honking the horns. <laughs> I started something here. But Jesus said in the word, it will be okay. And I, I was kind of re- alluded to it earlier, but, but rain is a sign of God's faithfulness. And, and a lot of us were like, hey, we know God, we're getting the message, you're faithful, because it's raining a lot up here in Lamar anyway. But rain's a sign of God's faithfulness, Joel 2.23 says, be glad people of Zion, rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains as before. Guys, it's okay. God is faithful. I'll never forget that I've been so busy this week running around that, that I've only went to the store when we had to get things. And, and I was told that, you know, pastor, you ought to make sure you got food at home. And anyway, I, 
I uh, went to Walmart and found out that, that uh, we paid more bills than I thought, and I didn't have that much money, and so I could only buy about $30 worth of things. And, but I thought, you know, it's going to be okay. And I went home, and, and I started putting the things out on the counter, and I opened the cabinets up and the pantry up and started sorting things out. And I thought, I didn't even need to go to the grocery store. I have more food than I need. God is faithful. God's got this. God leads us and God uh, guides us. So don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your heart's request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. They just flashed a sign up that we have 150 people plus watching this just on the Oakton line. And you times that two times two or how many are sitting with you at home. We got a huge following right now. Praise the Lord. Number five, seek witnessing opportunities. Guys, we found out last week people are hungry. And when we went door knocking, they may have creaked the door open a little bit. But when they heard we're preaching the gospel, that door flung open. People need hope right now. People need to know that Jesus Christ is alive today, tomorrow, and the next day, that he's faithful. And we need to share this message and quit sharing all the negative things, but share how God is in control, how God has got this, and how that God is faithful to the end. God loves us more than we can imagine. God cares about us more than we can imagine. And we need to share this with the world. Jesus said that we need to go save disciples' sin, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Today, if you know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, praise team, if you want to come up, if you know your Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, man, I don't care what this world does, even to the point if it takes our life, we will be with God. God's gonna, got an awesome place prepared for us. You can go read about that in John chapter 14. Jesus is preparing a place for those that love him. Jesus is preparing a place for all of us. Jesus desires, God desires that all people would be saved and come into a knowledge and understanding of him. Second Timothy tells us, or first Timothy tells us that. But God cares for us. If you're out there today and you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that's the thing we need to do. The very first thing is to ask Jesus into your heart. And I want you to write in that comment section that I choose Jesus if that's you today. And I want to challenge you to call 417-682-2042. And that's 417-682-2042. And talk to one of our online pastors. Because we want to pray with you today because you just made the best decision of your life. You chose Christ. No matter what this world throws at you, man, you're, you're safe. You're good. Even to the point of death, you're good because that's the ultimate healing is being with Christ. Have you chose him today? Have you opened your hearts for Jesus today because he wants to come in? So the altar call today is Jesus in Mark 4.20 wanted us to open our hearts to receive all that we could of him so that we could produce even more of him and he could bless us even more. He could love us even more. He could bring more fulfillment to our life just by us simply opening our, opening our hearts. And we talked about those that have chose through salvation to open their hearts today. But we shared five things 
that keep us from opening our hearts? Do, do we need to stop anxiety in our life today? If that's you, I want you to, to hit in the comments section, I come against you, anxiety in the name of Jesus. Or just say, anxiety, I come against you in Jesus' name. But speak those words, claim, claim those words, lay hold of those words. Say, Jesus, I don't want anxiety in my life. I need you. Maybe some here today need to trust God more than this world, more than all the things that have been told up to us. Not that they're wrong, but that we just need to trust God. So today, if that's you, just say, Father, I trust you. Father, I repent of not trusting you. And what about us all? We all could seek the kingdom more. You know, I write in the, in the, in the comment section now, Lord, open my heart. Father, open my heart. I want to operate in the kingdom more. I want you to use me. I want to walk in your righteousness. I want to be kingdom-minded. Father, I want your baptism of the Holy Ghost. Father, I want all of you. I want to honor your word. I want to honor the Sabbath. And Father, I give these things to you today. Maybe write an emoji section or the comment section that what, what Jesus is touching you about today. I need to read my word, Lord. I give you another hour, Lord, and I'll read my word. Father, I need to be on my knees more and I'll give you another hour of, uh, on my knees seeking you. We have all the time, guys. We have more time than ever. And then maybe you need peace in your life today. I need peace, Pastor. Write in the comment section, Father, give me peace. Father, I need your peace. That scripture said that Satan come to steal, kill, and destroy says that Jesus came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. When you ask for peace, he's going to give it to you. And then last, I've not been a faithful steward. I, I'm not giving like I should. I'm not witnessing. I'm just not telling others about Christ like I should. And Father, forgive me for that. Father, your word tells me to go into all the world. And so in the comment section, Father, help me to be your disciple. Lead me, give me the words to say in Jesus' name. But I'm going to close out now by reading the scripture. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Again, if you need prayer, call 417-682-2042. If you accepted Jesus Christ, and I pray that many did, give us a call and let us know. But today we open that we have two choices that we can make today. Two things that we can do during these times. Two ways that we can respond. We can quench the spirit in our lives. We can turn our backs on God or we can open our hearts to receive him. 
The praise team is going to close with a song and let us just worship him and, and examine our lives and see what the Holy Ghost wants to tell us. So, Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for the word today. Father, we thank you for the way you love us and that you care for us. And, Father, we just ask that your Holy Spirit examines our life, Lord, not to bring condemnation. Father, your word said there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, period. There's no condemnation. Father, you don't pour condemnation on us. Father, you pour love on us. And, Father, we reach out to you now and just ask, Father, that you pour through us today and and let us know how much you care. Father, to that sick person out there, heal him in Jesus' name. To the one battling cancer, heal them in Jesus' name. Father, the one that's battling headaches and just uh, anxieties, Lord, we speak against that now in the name of Jesus. Father, for the one that chose you to be saved, Lord, we thank you for their decision today. For the one wanting to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, fill them now, Lord. It's a gift. You don't withhold it from us. We just got to ask. Father, for those that want peace, we speak peace over them now in Jesus' name. Father, for ones that want all of you, Lord, we just again ask that you pour your Holy Ghost out upon us today. But Father, love on us as we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, praise team. I wanted to wrap it up today. Uh, If we could put that uh, giving slide up. Uh, We still got bills to pay, and I wanted to to bring up the ways that you can tithe today, and it's behind me on the overhead, but we got the online giving at openchurch.org, and then you can phone text. That's what I like. If I had my phone, I'd show you. I just type in the name and then the money and boom, like I usually do like a million dollars if anybody wants to know. No, just kidding. Uh, but by, uh, you can do it by mail, 318 South J Highway, Lamar, Missouri. Um, I didn't realize that this video will be going on for several hours, I'm sure. But we'll be answering the phones for probably till 1015 anyway. And I say this because, again, of that delay, and some of you may be listening to this four hours from now, but but if you need to talk to somebody, somebody will be at the church uh, Monday through Fridays, 9 to 4 for sure. Uh, if you want to talk to somebody or they can get a hold of us. And, of course, you can reach out to us online too. But we're here for you. We're here for the community. And, and like you, we just want God to, to do his thing in our lives. And, and again, uh, we love you and we appreciate you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We'll be back here next week at 9 o'clock for Oakton Online. And then Oakton outside, can I hear the horns? So there they go, and they're going off. I'm curious how many are outside. We had a bunch of cars sitting out there and people in them. And and so I've been blessed today. Uh, Satan tried to tell us we can't worship, and I think we probably met the same numbers that we normally have here online or outside. So we're continuing to press into Christ. Uh, continue to join us. See you next week. Uh, Check us out on Facebook. We're going to be doing some things online this week. Uh, We're going to be recording some uh, lack of words, uh, studying the word. Uh, We may do some text questions, uh, but we're going to be doing things throughout the week. And I forgot to announce it. It was in my notes, but uh, our children's church works with Orange, uh, the Orange uh, 
program, and Giselle's got some ideas for that. And so check out our Facebook for our children's ministry things going on and for our youth, uh, wild youth ministries going on. And just, again, stay in contact. We love you, and God bless you. Amen.